And here we go. We are back at it. Um, everyone, welcome to episode two of Average Joe's MMA podcast. I am, once again, Nick Westervelt. And I'm Ty Stewart. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, today, we're going to be going over UFC 249. What happened? What should have happened? Um, how we did as our picks. And um, we're also going to be going over the UFC fight night where we have Anthony Smith versus Glover Teixeira. And we'll have some picks for you guys there and some locks of the week as well. Um, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Um, UFC 249, it was some crazy, crazy shit that went down. Um, some That's unexpected right. things happened. Some crazy gambling facts happened. And um, let's just jump right into it here. Um, we had our first pit fight that we went. We did one prelim for you guys. We didn't want to make it too long. Where uh, none of you guys wanted to listen to us for that long. I'm sure we can get a little <laughs> annoying. Um, we started here with Cowboy with versus, versus uh, Pettis. Pettis. Yeah. Um, I know. By the way, I would. I think we both called this one. If I'm not correct, um, we both went with Pettis. Um, you know, I remember saying, though, I wasn't going to be too bummed if Cowboy had won it, obviously being a Cowboy fan. Um, Cowboy won the fight, but it didn't go down that way for him. Um, Pettis got the decision. I don't know how you yeah, feel that about was, that. Yeah, that was a very uh, – fortunately for us, we did pick correctly, but uh, we did definitely feel uncomfortable in the moments leading up to that judge's scorecard for sure. It was a close match, but I have to say I did think Cowboy won that fight. He did look great. Um, congratulations to Pettis though for his win. You know, at the end of the day, people aren't going to remember how you won. They just remember that you won. Oh yeah. hundred percent. They're not, we're not going to be talking about that illegal eye poke that he threw in there and didn't get called for there. Well, uh, clearly we'll a punch. what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll all forget about that here in the next coming weeks. But yeah, poor cowboy didn't go down his way. Um, glad we got that one right for you guys though. Hopefully, um, you know, you threw some yeah. money down on Pettis. Unfortunately, um, the next one, however, Nick and I went a little differently on this. Yeah. Uh, we have the Greg Hardy and the Jorgen DeCastro. How'd you, you feel know. about that? Well, you know, I was um, expecting Greg Hardy to need his little um, pacifier there in the corner. And it uh, looks like the dude's been training a little bit. Um, still definitely not up to, I felt, standard of a UFC fighter, truthfully. You know, don't get me wrong, badass dude and everything like that, but... Um, he looked like high to me when he was walking in the ring. I don't know if anyone else felt that. Um, he, he looked yeah, a little out of it. The dread, yeah, the dreadlocks yeah. did not help make him look like the most sober <laughs> person on the planet for sure. Yeah. But to give the props to the man, Greg Hardy, he had a great game plan, very patient, didn't really expose himself too much. It was quite odd, though, that in that second round, DeCastro didn't throw hardly any strikes. Or was it the third round? They were contemplating that maybe he broke his foot I haven't heard anything about it. Have you? I haven't. I, that was yeah. one thought I really didn't hear so, anything about But something obviously happened, probably did break his foot, and then that just caused him to really lose his game plan. And, you know, because his striking was on point that night. Well, that I first mean, round, it did, he did win it, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But, I mean, Greg Hardy with those leg kicks, I mean, that really that yeah, fucked they, him up. He, yeah, he returned the favor, hands down. So then we um, – we jumped over to Jeremy Stevens. There's Calvin Guitar, which was my lock of the week, folks. And we got it, baby. We got it. <laughs> I unfortunately picked Jeremy Stevens, um, you know, the underdog. Yeah, what can I say? Qatar came out there hard and fast. And, man, those straight punches right down the pipe just took Ster Jeremy Stevens right out, man. 
I felt for the dude. Really did. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't a KO little knockout right there in round two. It was epic, and it was great. Moving on to the best KO of the night, though. (laughs) Yeah, and my lock of the week. I told you that you had nothing to worry about. This was a for sure guaranteed. And let me tell you, Francis Ngannou did not let you stress out for more than the time it took him to walk into the cage. That man just walked through that dude in, what, 14, 15 seconds? I do not think you can be upset at all at the outcome of that. Yeah, no, that was a crazy knockout. I mean, swinging for the fences. What's scary about that knockout, in my opinion, is he really didn't even fully connect with the guy. He clipped him, and that was enough to sleep him. Yeah, um, now just think about how Alistair Overeem felt getting a clean uppercut from that dude. Oh, I Jesus mean, with his lip. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the whole thing now is I, we were talking about this during the fight. Um, my girlfriend even acknowledged it. I mean, Naganu is totally in a different level right now. If this was the, I would be worried for Stipe if this was the Naganu who fought him then. Um, we are, he is becoming an adult almost, not a boy. In, yeah, in his, my opinion, his, his skill is really jumping up leaps and bounds. It will be interesting. The rumors I'm hearing around is that it's going to be Daniel Cormier versus Francis yeah. Ngannou for yeah. the title. It sounds like they are going to be stripping Stipe if he does not agree to fight soon. So, be prepared for that in the news, hopefully sometime in the near future. I'm yeah. really looking forward to that fight. Yeah, no, that's probably what's, I mean, I don't know, man. That's a whole other off discussion. We can have another podcast about Stipe and everything. But, I mean, if they do that and him and DC go down, ooh, poor DC, man, going to go um, go out with yeah. a bang for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if that fight happens, we'll break it down. But I would just want you all to know, I've been a DC dick rider from day one. And so you know I'm going to have my boys back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then we move over. We uh, Our first championship fight of the night was Sohudo yep. versus Cruz. Now – I'm going to come out this. Ty wasn't going to expose me on this tonight. I am going to admit <laughs> something to all of the world. I told you guys all triple C. I said it. I wish I had followed my own advice. Last minute, I, I saw the difference of the height and the reach, and it freaked me out. I, I, you know, and I, I, I flipped script. I followed Ty here on the Dominic Cruz, and oh, boy, was I ever so wrong yet ever oh, yeah. so we both, right? <laughs> we bought, both lost some money on that one. Um, yeah. You know what? I told Nick leading going into this fight once it started that I would not be upset if Triple C won. I'd actually be very happy. I was happy to lose the money. He was very upset at me saying that, but I was <laughs> told him I'll be happy to lose the money if Hudo wins as a big fan. Um, he did exactly what I said he wouldn't do. And that's what helped him win that fight. You know, those, man, those strong leg kicks right off the bat really stopped, hampered those movements of Dominic Cruz. Could have been an early stoppage, you know, but honestly, I didn't see the fight going any other way than Cejudo getting the win. Well, let's hang on a second. There was a little controversy. Um, Clearly, I think if the ref wouldn't have stopped the fight when when they butted heads, we could have had a totally different outcome right now. Um, things were starting to flow at that exact moment for Cruz. Cruz didn't seem to be affected by that headbutt nearly as much as Cejudo did. Um, yeah, that was odd. You know, usually they don't stop it for a headbutt, but at the same time, I do believe in the rules. They actually are if it does affect one of the fighters. But, you know, 
No, no, no. And that I do think I'm just saying, you know, I've seen it happen before and they haven't done it. You know, this will go back to once again, let's get our shit together here in the UFC and let's stick to a plan and let's do that same plan throughout. Not all oh, this one time, this ref didn't do it. And we had this outcome yet. This ref did do it. And we had that outcome that, you know, this is, uh, yeah. And so, I do want to say something for Dominic Cruz. You know, he did post this on Twitter that he did believe the ref smelled yes, like, uh, like booze I'll, and I'll cigarettes, cigarettes. I and was wondering that. what he was doing before the fight. So we just want to throw that out there yeah. for you guys. I, I Good laugh. Cruz, I think Cruz is a little upset. You know, I think Cruz yeah. is really pissed. Um, did I think the stoppage was right? I personally do. I mean, he was getting worked. Yeah. His whole Look, little "I was standing up" bullshit. Let's be honest, Dominic Cruz. You were about to get knocked the fuck out if that didn't happen. Look, the ref made the right call. He could have let it go. It would have been the right call. He could have – the way he stopped it, the way he did was still the right call. I don't think any decision he made was wrong because at the end of the day, his job is to protect the fighter. Dominic Cruz was getting work, like Nick said, and I don't think we really need to go into much more detail than that other than, yeah. I got, it, we, I got it wrong. You got it wrong. I got it right for you guys. It's so funny though. I got it wrong for myself. I wish I had listened to myself, which it will go on to a, um, you know, a, a gambling rule of thumb. Just go with your, inst- always go with your first instinct and don't second guess it, you know, which yeah. is what I did. I listened to dumbasses and look what happened to me. Well, look, I made it up for you guys. I made it up for you guys on this next one. I, so, yeah, I got go, the folks. only underdog right. This is the fact of the night. Every favorite won this evening, which was crazy, except for Justin Gaethje, the only underdog on the card to pull it out. And let me tell you, he freaking dismantled Tony Ferguson. It wasn't even a close fight. Jesus Christ. How hard was he punching that dude in the face, Nick? Well, hard enough to break his orbital bone, apparently. So we're not going to see Tony Ferguson fight for a while, you know. Um, And I don't know if you saw any of this stuff going on now, though. And if this happens, I'll be like, holy shit. But maybe this will play into all of us Conor McGregor fans. You know, there, there, Connor went on a tyrant last night or today, whatever it happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. His and twi- as twi- a twi- nothing tweets, but talk shit. Uh, yeah, uh, whatever he did. I don't even know their <laughs> tweets or Instagram, whatever the fuck. But um, I, I don't, I am trying to look for this comment. I don't know if maybe someone can comment and let me know what it was Justin said to Connor, but I guess Justin said something about Connor's um, fathering his children. And um, basically ended with Connor saying, "You're, you're. I'm gonna butcher you, and you're a dead man." So, <laughs> yeah. Listen, and I saw something about Connor calling Dustin Poirier a bum, and I want to give some props to my boy Dustin Poirier for telling Connor, "You only have one win in the lightweight division. Let's calm down." He and beat I the agree shit out of him. He beat hey, the shit out of him. That was a 145, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, one win, 155 pounds, and he thinks he's the shit. I oh. think he does. Take a hey, step back, calm down, win, and uh, maybe, win hey, maybe get your second win. Let's, <laughs> hey, man, let's see him get a second win in the lightweight division. Hasn't happened yet. Well, <laughs> I know. I'm just going to say this. Now looking at this, I do think that if we're going to get Conor McGregor back in the mix, Justin Gagey is a well, way better matchup for him than Tony Ferguson, honestly. Oh, maybe 100%. it was. You know, The other thing, though, is then maybe it wasn't because we just saw last night how – I hate to say this, Ferguson fan – Love the dude, little out there, you know, it all made sense. But, I mean, come on, man. Like, what the fuck were you doing last night? Seriously. All you had to do was take the dude down. 
Yeah, your ground just, skill. But that's what but, Tony, yeah, Tony that's what wants I'm to prove he's the best at whatever he thing, So what I'm saying, that's what I'm going at, though, is, you know, make, he, he probably would try to stand up against Connor as well and get knocked the fuck out. That's probably what would happen. Now we're going to see the, how tough Connor really is, though, if him and Gagey do go at it. That's yeah. what we're going to find out. If yeah. Connor loses, credibility of everything out the window. Now he's for real a loser. Yeah. But if all he right. wins this fight, now we all have something to talk about. Just going to say that. That's where I'm at. I think we can all agree. <laughs> That's not even a USR about getting off on a tangent here. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know. And then um, real quick, I'm just going to go over our stats. So Nick went yeah. four and two. I also went four and two. So we both got four right, two wrong, and both of our locks of the week hit. So if you followed our picks, you should have won some money. Yep. Hope you did. I know a couple of my friends won some money this weekend, so I'm happy for them. But let's uh, move on to the UFC fight night to share versus uh, Smith. Yeah. This Nick, is, you want to um, start it off with uh, Carl yeah. Robertson versus Marvin Vittori? Yeah, let's go. Hang on. I'm just going to try and pull this up real quick so I have it on here for you guys. Yeah, you know, this is a um, – got a fight night on a Wednesday first off. Let's just – I want to put that out there for all of us, though. I want to – that's the wild card in this all. Um, you know, we never really had UFC on a Wednesday night. And I speculate that possibly – some weird things could happen just strictly because of that. It's kind of like a Thursday night football game. You never really know what you got. It just uh, weird things happen on Thursdays and Mondays. So uh, this is um, gonna, this could possibly be one of those cards. Um, you know, there's looking at it though. In my from what I'm looking at, it should go down pretty easy. This is um, our first fight. We're gonna go over for you guys is Marvin Vitor versus Carl Robertson. Um, I'm going to go with Vittor, or what's his name? Vittori, sorry. Vittori, yep. Vittori, the Italian dream. Um, you know, dude's fought some really tough guys. If you go back and look at his his um, stats here, um, as you know, what's his name here? I'm sorry. I'm, what's this guy's name? What's the guy he's fighting? Vittori. No, I know that, the other guy. Oh, Carl Robertson. Carl Robertson's kind of been all over the place. Um, what, are you, what are you coming up with? Um, I'm actually picking Carl Robertson to win this. This is going to be uh, one go. of the fights I think he's got a good chance. He's actually a glory kickboxer originally. Um, come in here. What I noticed when I was watching his fights is he's a very technical fighter. Uh, except for given he did fight um, Glover Teixeira, actually. He did lose, but he Oof. rocked him, and he just blitzed him a little too quickly. I believe it was he got swept and then submitted, but... If you watch his other fights, he's actually a very technical kickboxer, very powerful, very fast. What he likes to do is really pick you apart from the outside. He's actually been asking for a stand-up fight, and Marvin Vittori, I believe, is going to give him just that. Now, I'm going to give the slight edge and power to Marvin Vittori, but the speed factor I'm going to give to Carl Robertson for sure. Um, how I see this fight going is Carl's the more refined striker, and I do think he's going to pick him apart and win a decision here. Now, if I were in the corner of Marvin Vittori, I'd tell him to take him down. You know, he does have quite a few submissions on his resume. So maybe he does try that, but I do just see this being a stand-up fight and Vittori, um, sorry, Robertson just edging this fight out, honestly. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. I mean, just looking at Vittori's record, though, I mean, the only guy he's lost to recently is another than Adesanya. Yeah, I was kinda impressed. Hard. A split decision, too. And yeah. it was a split decision. Kind of hard to go against that. Um, so, for that reason alone, I think Victoria's got it. All right. Next up, we got Simon 
and versus Ray Borgie. Versus Ray Borg. <laughs> what you got on this one? Let's hear. Let's hear. Uh, let's, let's you go first. Nick actually called this dude a bum earlier today to me, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm actually picking this bum apparently to oh, win this fight. Oh, here we um, go again. Nick and I actually won some money betting against this man. We uh, took uh, Uriah Faber when he knocked him out. He was, I believe, a two to one underdog at the time. But I've watched Ricky Simon. He's a good boxer, very powerful. For his weight, he's a, he actually has some knockout power for a 145-pounder, which is impressive. But what's even more impressive is his takedown defense. Now, this kid, man, I, I forget the, who he was fighting, but he wasn't even letting the guy touch his legs, and he was just shooting for takedowns the whole time. Now, Ray Borg is, a grap- is predominantly a grappler. He does like to take people down, control them, and grind out decisions. And I just don't see how Ray Borg, unless he's able to – Get him in the clinch, take his back, and just hold him there. I just don't see him winning this fight. That's my call. There you go. Um, so we're going to be split here again then, obviously, as Ty already told you. Um, I'm going to go with Ray Borg. Yeah, as we said, we won a lot of money off the time. Um, Ricky Simon did what he did be- does best. It went down with a little punch from an old man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for that, I mean, also just looking at his last record, another guy, he's not very um, – What's the word I'm looking for? He hasn't been consistent. Consistent. He's very inconsistent. Um, Ray Borg, on the other hand, is. Um, yes, Rick is Simon true. has the reach advantage in this fight and the leg reach. Has the, the advantages are all there for him. He just doesn't seem to put it all together. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to go with Ray Borg. All right. So then who do you got for this next fight? We have Alexander Hernandez versus Drew Dober. A nice lightweight contest. Alexander Hernandez, the great. For the lock of the week, baby. (laughs) Oh, this is a small, small world because I'm actually agreeing with Nick, and I think he's going to make this my lock of the week as well. There we go. So, guys, put the money down. Put the money down. Alexander Hernandez, why don't you Um, break it down for us? Well, just looking at this once again, you know, looking at just number one, his reach and his leg reach, we're going, we're getting an advantage right there alone. Um, you know, and Alexander the Great is not called the Great for no reason. Let's go down the list here of his last fights. I'm waiting for it to load up. As you see here, he's fought some, you know, some pretty high caliber guys, in my opinion. Um, sorry about that. Um, you know, his last fight with, with Aubin Mercer, I mean, that was a great fight. I, I remember watching that, and that went the whole decision, and he came out with a victory there, you know. Um, that and then was. It, you know, so – and he's and then his other one, um, Darush, yeah, Darush, that was another – and he KO'd him. Great fight, you know. This guy's – he's got the power. He's got the momentum. He's got a little streak going on right now, and that's what um, – that's my reasoning. What do you got? Yeah, well, um, watching the kid, man, in his early days, he was just ruthless. He just came right in your face. Wow, that came off weird. Um, no. He gets right in your face. He just goes for takedowns, power punches. He's just nonstop pressure forward kind of guy. Loves the takedowns. He just breaks your will. You just want – you just see guys like Auburn Mercer, who I think is a great wrestler, you know, great cardio, and you just watch guys like that are trying to take a break in the middle of the fight against him, and he is not giving them an inch to take that moment for themselves the only issue i do have is that cowboy did really fuck him up and then in his next fight he did really become more hesitant he started being more of a counter striker against um 
he's the Brazilian cowboy. I forget his name off the top of my head, but he was he wasn't that same aggressive fighter that we've seen in the Trin- past. Tr- Ronaldo, yes, that's right, against Ronaldo. But he did win that decision. It was, uh, I guess you could say, it was a smart game plan. Um, however, Drew Dober is a great striker. Um, Muay Thai kickboxing amateur world champion. He's strong, light on his feet. He's definitely got knockout power. And he's when he hurts you, he finishes you. But if Alexander Hernandez shows that old Alexander Hernandez that he used to be, that aggressive, you know, pressure fighter, I think he's going to take this fight pretty easily. I'm just we just got to hope that's who's going to show up. And that's why I'm calling that my lock of the week, though. Well, that is who's going to show up, which is what I wanted to go over just real quick is, you know, that's what I think made Alexander Hernandez get great, actually, was losing to Cowboy. Um, If we all remember that week, he was talking a lot of shit. He was talking a lot of shit. He was talking about retiring Cowboy, how he's going to fuck bury the old man, all this bullshit. He got a little humbled that night. And as you just said, he came back in Chinaldo, worked shit out of that guy. So, you know... That's why I think the loss actually helped him in his career and has made him come come back. And, you know, I think for um, Drew Dobbins, I mean, a world of hurt. A world of hurt. Yeah. Uh, the, I think that is going to be the fight of the night, honestly. That, on paper to me, is going to be the most exciting. We should, it should be a back and forth. But like I said, I do fully expect for the great to take this fight. Yeah, 100%. All right, next up, we got um, Rothwell versus OSP. What you think? Where am I going? All right, yeah. Um, I've been a big Ben Rothwell fan. Uh, I was just going over a lot of his fights uh, today, and I didn't realize he can tend to be kind of a dirty fighter. He's gotten a lot of nut shots um, on his record, I've started to notice. Yeah. The thing is, he does stand very square, real right in front of you, gives a big target. He does get picked apart quite easily, and he's actually really slow. I'm taking Ovin St. Preux in this. I think he's going to be okay. able to pick him apart from the outside, use his speed. And then on top of that, man, if Ovin St. Preux takes him to the ground, he's finished four Vlon flu chokes, which is crazy. It's a crazy amount. And so I think he's got the advantage on the feet, on the ground. And I think he's going to easily take this fight. Yeah, I, I just, I, you know, my, I'm going to start with this. These are, this is an old man fight, you know, uh, what kind of, um, I almost would even kind of call it a filler here. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, Ben Rothwell is just – this is going to be a little bit more to bite off than he can chew, which is why, guys, I'm going to give you a second lock of the week, honestly, on this one. That's how confident I am in it. OSP, he's going he's gonna to work this guy. Um, I, I, I think we're going to have – I think there will be a submission ending to this fight. I don't know how he'll do it. That's just what my gut tells me. Well, um, it's going to be the fun flu choke if it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, and I like Ty said, I mean, I just think poor Ben Rothwell, he's, he's not the pasture. This is, we're coming up on one of his last fights here for sure. Um, OSP still seems to have it in him. You know, he's still doing his thing. Yeah, well, I can and, see that. Uh, leading us to the main event here, Lionheart Anthony Smith versus Glover Teixeira. I'm just going to say, Anthony Smith's going to kick the shit out of this guy. What are you? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going with lock of the week on yeah. this one is my oh, second lock. <laughs> um, I'm surprised I actually should have took the St. Prue one now that I really think about it. Because don't get me wrong, Teixeira does stand a chance here. Um, the thing is, he's just a lot slower. The age is going to be a huge factor. And we've seen it time and time again. Teixeira has become susceptible to knockouts. He's been knocked down, on, I think, in almost every one of his last three fights at least once, if not multiple times during it. He has one 
most of those fights. Um, but I do think Smith is just a faster fighter. And if he hurts to share, he's not going to make the same mistakes as everybody else. He's going to end up finishing him. I do think that Anthony Smith here is going to get a knockout. It's going to be a finish. That's all I'm saying. That's where I'm at with you as well. Um, I just think Anthony Smith's going to get a knockout on this guy. I, I think this old man versus young kid. We've all seen this story many, many times. We already know what's going to happen, I think. Um, so that's where I'm at as well. But I'm going to put it out there. Like I said earlier, folks, be tread lightly on this. This is a Wednesday night fight. I do believe we can see something out of the norm happen. Will it be this? I couldn't tell you. On paper and everything that it looks, I only kicked the shit out of this guy. Um, but I just want to say it. I'm not going to be a little surprised if something odd happens. And that's what I will count it to. This is a Wednesday fight. None of these guys usually fight on Wednesdays. We all need to remember that. This is an odd, odd stuff. Um, you know, not saying you don't train on a Wednesday, but your body for a big fight like this, these guys are just accustomed to Saturday night fighting, you know? You know, he gets off a little slow or whatnot, could have a little bit of an issue. Um, uh, that, that's all possible, but... Um... Yeah, I don't really foresee it affecting people very much, <laughs> honestly. Uh, but it, overall, you know, I'm actually very surprised and um, pleasantly surprised at how this fight card has turned out. It, I think this is going to be an exciting one. Definitely worth watching, guys. It's got a lot of up-and-coming, talented young fighters. You should definitely tune in. Although the main card are several fighters out to pasture. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think it's just um, we all have to kind of slow our roll a little bit after last Sunday. I mean, it's, I mean, Saturday, I mean, it, it's going to be a little hard to top that for a minute, obviously. I mean, even the future pay-per-view coming up, we were both kind of like, eh. yeah, it's, it's not that exciting factor that you had for sure, but hopefully they get some cards figured out here and we get some fights. So yeah, anyways, all right. Well, thanks for let's watching. Let's just go over guys. our lock. Yeah. Wait, let's go oh, over yeah. the lock of the weeks Sorry. real quick. And then just uh, your picks and then, yeah. So what do you got? Well, so I'm going to go with Lionheart, sorry, Lionheart, OSP, Hernandez, Ray Borg, and Vittori. All right. And your locks were? My locks were OSP and Hernandez. Right. And so I picked Anthony Smith, lock of the week. Um, I also picked Ovin St. Prue. Then I've got, pardon me, Alexander Hernandez, also my lock of the week. Then I'm going with Ricky Simon and Carl Robertson. Um, Carl Robertson is – is going to be the underdog along with Alexander Hernandez, actually, even though he's still minus money. Um, he's also an underdog. Yeah. So, hey, may this weekend be very profitable for everyone. And Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys have a good Wednesday night. We'll have fights. We'll, um, I guess we'll be back. I don't know. What day uh, you I think it's uh, – we got to post the next one. is Thursday, the day after. So there you go, guys. We'll have a recap for you on Thursday, and we'll have more picks and locks for you by um, Thursday night then. So um, we'll see how we do – you know, hopefully we earn some money on Wednesday, and we can kind of keep this train rolling. Right now we're both at a good start, four and two. Great average right now for sure. You guys yep. should be following these picks. Um, and, hey, please click the like and subscribe button if you haven't already. We would please. really appreciate it. It helps please. motivate us, and uh, we're just doing this for free out of kindness of our hearts. Yep. So, <laughs> excellent. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching. Until next time. Check you guys later. <laughs>